you're calling me a scoundrel when I'm just extending my hand and saying, Hey, I just need, I need your help. And then if I say, Hey, do I look jacked? Then you're like, no, you don't. It's so good that I words of affirmation are so low on my list or this whole thing would not work. <laughs> it would not work. We would not, we would be business partners. This thing would have gone up in flames freaking 18 months ago. Cause I would have been so hurt and so offended all the time. <laughs> Hey, what's happening, you guys, and welcome to, once more, the Proclivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Cochran, and I'm here with the talented, even though I'm pointing off to the right, Emily Rodella. She's not to the right. She's actually behind me. Emily, how are you doing this morning? Doing great. Doing great. Forgot my laptop. Mm. Another opportunity to do something else. <laughs> We got an opportunity to go take a ride. First thing, have we ever done that before? Uh, I don't think so. We have not. We have not jumped in your car and gone back to your house. Maybe except one time to let the dogs out or something. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. What, what a great opportunity. Anywho, guys, today is the daily drive, which means it is a short and condensed podcast that is meant to be be listened to on your drive to work or your drive to church or your drive to swim school, the store, the store whatever you want. <laughs> we're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it straight to the point. And what we're talking about today is snacking before bed. Ooh, a lot of different things about this. Oh, you don't eat because it's going to mess up your sleep. Uh, don't eat before bed because you're going to gain so much weight. Well, if you are going to eat, make sure it's a ton of carbs. No, 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 no. I mean a ton of fat. Wait a second. No, protein. <laughs> you guys, as Emily says, it depends. And so today what we're going to talk about is one, should you be eating before bed? Some people maybe, others maybe not so much. And then if you are going to eat before bed, how much, what should it be, and when? Should it be 10 minutes before bed, an hour before bed? We're going to cover that. So, Emily, let's dive right in. You ready? Mm -hmm. Of course she is. Okay. So, this is something that I have been dealing with. Due to the fact that for six months I did OMAD, ate one meal a day. So then when I was eating at night, I would eat three hours before bed. I'd eat a hearty meal, but my body would just suck up all that food. And it would be like, and you can eat again. And so there'd be times where I'd be like, oh man, should I eat before bed? I'm kind of hungry. You know, no, I'm not, I'm not going to eat again for another 24 hours. So I'd eat a little bit more and it would show on my whoop. Sometimes what I ate would mess up my sleep. You know, was I getting the body composition that I wanted? And now I've gone to, you know, two to three meals a day. Now 
yet I still have this kind of tendency to want to eat a little something before bed. And so I'm wondering, what is that? What should I be eating? Let's dive into it. Should I or should I not be eating before bed? Well, to back up, it that is common for people. If you're under eating throughout the day and then you're still hungry after dinner, that makes perfect sense. Your body's like, I need more. Mm. <laughs> so that's normal. Um, and that's one of the points I wanted to, to bring up today is, hey, eat more earlier in the day. But to go back, and we'll get back to that in a moment, but for the main question, should I be eating before bed? If you're relatively healthy and you're doing the things uh, properly, aka eating earlier in the day, <laughs> no, we don't. We shouldn't need to snack before bed. Most people are going to do best with, like you said, two to three, maybe four meals a day, depending on who you are and what your goals are, and le- allowing at least two hours, ideally three hours before bed for that for your body to digest that and have mm. proper and quality sleep, really. So short answer, if you're relatively healthy, no, we should not be snacking before bed. Now, right, there's some people who the snack is going to actually help. And those are people with uh, blood sugar issues, right? So some people wake up 1 to 3 a.m. in the morning, right? It's hard to fall back asleep. Sometimes that's due to stress. Sometimes that's due to blood sugar. Those are the two common. There's a few other reasons why, but those are the two most common. And so if you have chronic high stress, whether it be emotional, physical, whatever, right? And you usually find that out through health issues that are coming up. And you're like, mm. I don't know why, right? And these are the people very similar to myself, like, oh, I don't feel stressed. But then you have rashes show up and you have gut issues and you have trouble turning your brain off mm. and so on and so forth. More and more health, uh, physical issues start manifesting. And you're like, where did this come from? And you can also find out via uh, a saliva test, right. For where your cortisol is at throughout the day. That's another marker of like, Hey, is it out of range? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. For me, it was in the morning is too high. Yep. So if you have chronic high stress, which some people call adrenal dysfunction or HPA axis dysregulation, that's like chronically over time, you are perhaps overdoing it and not resting enough or not feeding yourself enough, or just not taking enough rest mentally and physically or if you have blood sugar issues, those people may in the interim want to be snacking a little bit before bed to help regulate our blood sugar and our cortisol levels for the night. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It does. It does make sense. Uh, and I believe in, in the camp that I was in, uh, in, in your initial, I wasn't eating enough and I wonder if I'm still not eating enough. <laughs> That's you think that could be it? my thought? <laughs> yes. Oh, this is a coaching session live. <laughs> I need to eat more. Perhaps. And so my suggestion to you would be, hey, try some more complex carbs earlier in the day. Just because I know what you eat, right? And so if you haven't yeah. listened to the coach's diet, listen to that. Mm-hmm. Right? And you'll notice that Joel's diet's full of whole foods and not a lot of carbs overall. And for you, that it could just be that. Because I know you also get a lot of physical activity in the day. You work out daily mm-hmm. and you, you stay on your feet, you get steps in, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so I would first try that. If mm. not, if that doesn't work, then I would go, okay, let's try fat instead. Let's just add a little bit more fat and see what happens. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I tend to want, like if there's times that I want carbohydrates, it's usually later, later in the night. I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm, I don't know. Is that like my body's trying to catch up on those carbohydrates or it's just 
quick, yes, easy energy or what? Yeah. So it could be trying to catch up on that basically or stress <laughs> and it's all related. <laughs> mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yes and yes. <laughs> so could it be a sweet tooth as well? Yes. But oftentimes if we have that sweet tooth, right, we want to find out, well, why do we have a sweet tooth? Is it a gut mm. issue, right? That, you know, because a lot of gut issues, they feed off of carbs. Is it a stress issue, right? We turn to sweets to get that dopamine hit. Or is it mm. just stress in general? More specifically for you, are we under eating and we just need more? And our body's telling us. And sometimes we crave those sweets. We just need more food in general, more calories. It doesn't mean it has to be carbs. So that's why I said try carbs first. If not, try more fat. Mm. Where would I put in carbs? More carbs? Mm. Like during my At lunch? Your, half, mm -hmm halfway point between lunch and dinner just anywhere for you because i know your first meal i would try to the first meal a little bit more or if you're eating two meals i would have a snack in between those yes basically a third meal <laughs> yes okay would fruit count mm -hmm. i have i mean i eat that apple yeah more than that two apples an apple some sweet potatoes some other veggies a variety Roger that. Test it out. Full on. Okay. So there are certain people who should be eating before bed. We had, we had a client who was waking up in the middle of the night when they started cutting carbs. They went from CrossFit athlete. They were eating um, a lot of carbs. Then they started lowering their carbs, but then they started getting a, a wake-up call in the middle mm -hmm. of the night. They would literally get up to go eat in the middle of the night that was too quick of a shift from like eating 300 grams of carbohydrates down to like 50 and the body mm -hmm. just wasn't used to it yeah yeah so that i would say hey we need more electrolytes number one because right when you do that your body starts excreting more electrolytes mm. and that will wake your body up for sure or make you feel really lethargic so that but also joel you said shift right Is, we need to ease our body into that and practice metabolic flexibility, mm -hmm. not go from zero to a hundred, but start slowly. And that's what our program, our 12 week program is all about on the nutrition side of things is we ease you into that. Right. So I don't tell people off the street, Hey, go fast or go eat low yeah. carb and try that. No, we need to see where you're at and ease into it because your body needs to train for it essentially. It's for real. I mean, it takes us three months of weekly coaching calls to get people to the point of metabolic flexibility. And so often mm -hmm. people read something and they just go, Oh, I'll just start that tomorrow. And then yeah. they have this terrible experience mm -hmm. with it, like really lethargic or headaches and they eventually kind of get through it. But then if they get off at any point, there's like, it's kind of like the whole, you know, doing CrossFit, doing, you know, hard training, and then stopping and be like, oh my gosh, if I go back to it, it's going to be so hard. Kind of the same mm -hmm. thought process, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. So it's, it's realizing where your stress levels are at and your health in general. And then yeah. that's why we do coaching, right? To see where that is and help guide you from where you're at and where you want to go. And we work that way. We work towards that. Cool. And the last thing to consider um, is if you're a shift worker, right? So should I going back to the question, should I be eating before bed? Mm. Your shift worker, this is a whole nother conversation, right? And so it depends on, are you shift working five nights a week or is it two nights a week or one night a week, right? And mm. then that's its own, like I would love to chat with that individual and work towards that. But in general, 
you want to, you want to work towards, okay, well, we want optimal circadian rhythm because that's right. what's going to help us with our health. What do you want that to look like? And can you mimic that even while you're working? Mm. And so that might mean a snack, but it might not be, you know, big giant meals. Like you don't want to get home from a big night's uh, work and then go right and have a huge meal and go right to bed, right? Maybe it's a snack and having that mm. meal earlier in the night, right? So again, this depends how your shift is and when it is, but there's some general guidelines and then very specific ones. So if you're a shift worker, reach out to us and we will soon be doing a podcast on shift workers and what you can do for that. So those are the three main categories, right? If you're relatively healthy, mm-hmm. we should not need a snack, especially if you're getting balanced meals earlier in the day. But if you do have chronic high stress and it's showing up in health issues, and that's something we can help assess, or if you go to your doctor or mm-hmm. functional medicine practitioner and they tell you that, or it's adrenal issues or HPA access dysregulation, that's where we may need the snack as we work more towards metabolic flexibility and having your body feel those safe signals for a while until we can get to the point of, no, we don't need the snack anymore. Hmm. That's so interesting. I'm learning so much here. That's not it. to say that you can't have a snack here and there because I know I enjoy uh, a treat, a dessert here and there uh, after dinner, right? But we can get right into the next part. If I do have the snack, right, then how sure. should I do it for optimal health? And so the way I look at it, if you can, you, we should be able to treat ourselves, right? So to, if you can for optimal blood sugar and digestion, because the whole reason why we ask the question like, oh, should I be eating for, you know, right before bed is because it can disrupt our sleep. It's known if we eat right before bed, especially a bigger meal, it's known to increase our heart rate and, uh, and our metabolism because right, all the blood's rushing to our stomach to help digest that. Mm-hmm. That's going to make it much harder to sleep and get qual- good quality sleep as well. So if we do eat, we want it to be a snack size, right? So if you're, if you're like a calorie person, somewhere around 250 calories, right? But portion size, if you're just looking at it, like we just don't want it to be a big meal because again, that's going to cause some digestive energy and cause mm-hmm. those sleep issues. Mm-hmm. And for the blood sugar, can we eat it with our dinner or as close to our dinner as possible, right? Because that's not going to cause less of a blood sugar spike. Say if you were to have dinner, wait two hours and have ice cream, it's going to cause a blood sugar spike, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can attack that ice cream on, say, half hour after dinner, you're with dinner. That's even more ideal. Right. That would be, that would be um, optimal for blood sugar and for digestion and improved sleep. Yet, mm. again... If it is after dinner, right, you go to someone's house or you come home or it's a couple hours later and you want a treat, okay, great. We want to make sure there's at least a protein or fiber in there for the, the specific reason of blood sugar, right? Because we don't want to go to bed with elevated blood sugar because we're going sure. to rest and we don't want our blood sugar to be high because we're not moving our body to help bring it down. And it could be causing some other issues, again, depending on the person. And so Mm -hmm. this is where a lot of the experimentation takes place, right? So some people I tell, hey, try the higher carb snack, but make sure it's paired with the protein or fiber for the blood Mm -hmm. sugar reasons. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't work, you know, whether you feel like you can't fall asleep or you have sleep issues or digestive issues, okay, try a higher fat snack, like some whole uh, milk, yogurt, and almond butter, right? That could be a higher fat protein snack Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. versus the higher carb, some fruit and some nut butter or, you know, something similar. So 
it depends on it, whether it be a fattier or carbier thing, that's going to depend on the person. For some people, the carbs do help them sleep, right? And so, cause you can get a little bit of that crash or it can help people have more quality sleep. And that's totally dependent on the person. So experimentation and why we say it depends. Well, and you know, like that's, I've heard that before, right? You're, the carb coma, uh, mm-hmm. being able to have some carbs before bed, you know, not an excessive amount. And we're not talking like hammering down a pint of ice cream here, but being able to, I mean, example that I would have is like maybe doing like a cup of, um, three wishes or seven Sundays before bed, before, before bed. And that's usually like maybe an hour before bed. Right. And I'm taking my magnesium, this and that. And I actually find myself being like pretty darn lethargic and being like, Oh man, this is, this is great. Now it can be hard to, uh, avoid overdoing that. Right. I start getting that hyper palatable food and I start getting that sugar and one cup turns into 10 real quick. And then it's like two full. And then there's times where I'm just like, I get home and, and again, I believe this is more to the point in what you've made, which is being able to eat a little bit more that I just all want like rolled up Turkey and hummus. Like I'll, I want like meat and food, mm-hmm. food, not like, Oh, I have this like sugar craving. Very rarely mm-hmm. is that maybe I'll have like a, a dark chocolate square mm-hmm. if, if I'm kind of doing that. Um, but for the most part, it's like, I'll find myself like hungry and wanting to eat. And then trying to be like, Oh man, how many rolled Turkey slices should I have? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. is it, is it Mm -hmm. three? Is it six? Is it until I get full or should I like back off? That's Mm -hmm. what I balance with. Yeah. And I can see the, the, the hesitation because right. We talk a lot about eating optimal protein to get muscle protein synthesis each time we eat. And in order to do that, you need to get on average 30 grams of protein, but that might be too much right before bed. Hmm. So the point I'm trying to make is we want to prevent that need from happening, that need for the bigger snack or another meal. Right. And so I wouldn't worry about if we're going to have the snack, that should be, again, if we're relatively healthy, uh, managing our stress, well, we Hmm. want just have a snack, right. Make sure there's a protein, say 10 grams, right. Um, and with some fiber to keep the blood sugar solely. That's the main reason for blood sugar. Got you. Right. Cause if you were going for optimal, like body composition, that was where we'd want the three to four servings of 30 grams of protein in the day, but we don't want that right next to bedtime. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, uh, if I'm intermittent fasting, I should have a meal at 11. I should have a meal at three. I should have a meal at six. Yeah. Ish. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. With 30, 30, 30 to 60 grams of protein. Yes. And then I shouldn't be uh, wanting a snack before bed. And if that, if you still do after that with adding more carbs or adding more fat and you're getting your protein goals, then we need to go, hey, okay, can we have actually a meal earlier in the day, say at nine? And, you know, so then you have four servings of those 30 to 40 to 50, 60 grams of protein. Does that make sense? It, it's just because I'm getting more jacked. And so my muscle <laughs> exactly. needs more protein. Is that, is that what you're saying, Emily? That's what I'm saying. You're uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly. <laughs> All right. My day is complete. Is there anything else <laughs> to talk about? I, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, we've covered um, 
you know, whether you should or shouldn't eat before bed, right? There are some things that, that depend. We're covering that, hey, if you're really finding yourself uh, hungry at night, could be an issue like, um, or an opportunity like I have, which is, oh, let's add some more protein or, or another meal in so I don't have that hunger right before bed. Uh, it could be stress-related, right, that we have, oh, man, I'm just stressed and I would love to have that ice cream or I had a drink or two and then that kind of made me be like oh man when I have a couple of drinks I want to eat more yeah. mm-hmm. and it also could be that you have some kind of gut issue or really craving mm-hmm. a bunch of carbohydrates or sugars at the end of the night there could be some kind of mm-hmm. gut imbalance going on so the, these are some of the things of why we might be wanting to eat late yet overall we really should be cutting it off three hours before bed if you are going to do a mm-hmm. snack under 200 calories mixed with some type of protein fiber or fat it's mm-hmm. small enough where okay i got a little bit but nothing too much is there is there anything else we should cover here for the average person before we close this up because we know this is the daily drive we'll keep it nice and short <laughs> Yeah, if you are finding yourself wanting that snack, but you want to experiment not having the snack, right? Because again, and I don't, I don't think I mentioned this. Reason why another reason why we don't want to be snacking before bed, other than sleep and digestion, is also our circadian rhythm. It has an influence on that, um, with the melatonin increases in the cortisol and all of those things that help us sleep and then help us wake up and then also blood sugar. It's all related. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to try it and ease into it, try. This is like, sounds so simple, but it's great element, right? Right before bed, have some, Mm. whatever your favorite flavor element is, because those electrolytes in the taste may satisfy that little craving. And it does for me often. So I'll have some elements. Sometimes I'll add in some collagen powder. The glycine in there, um, can help with sleep. So that's another little thing to try out. And the protein can help some of you who do wake up between one and three due to blood sugar issues can help with that. Um, so try element. And there are times too, where I'll just have like sip a couple sips of kombucha. And for me, that's like a little treat in and of itself. Cause it is like mm. a little bit of sugar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll do that just after dinner. Right. So the blood sugar effect isn't as much. Oh, that's interesting. So could, could I do, um, like a hot chocolate element, maybe with a little bit of collagen and a little bit of MCT oil? Mm-hmm. Would Sounds that, great. would yes. that because it has a little bit of the fat, right? A little bit of the collagen uh, protein. Yep. There's going to be some glycine in it. Is that the magic? Did we just create the magic potion? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we just created the magic potion. You guys give that a shot. Hot chocolate element, a little bit of Bub's MCT oil, a little bit of Bub's collagen, and a smile on your face. And that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. (laughs) So I have, I have two main tips for you guys, uh, for again, for the average person, relatively healthy, um, to help prevent snacking, right. Aside from the element and what we just talked about, plan your meals out for the day, right. Experiment with adding a little bit more complex carbs or experiment with adding a little bit more fats to your meals. If you're hitting your protein, if you're not hitting your protein requirements, that is first and foremost, then experiment with the carbs and fats. Again, going to whole foods, 
of those sources. So plan those out a little bit better. That should help you not feel the need to snack later on. If you do that and you still feel that, it, I would I would guess it's more related to emotional or stress eating. Mm. And that's something that we also help with in the proclivity method. We can chat about with you. Um, and then again, number two, if you do snack, make it smaller. If you can get as close to your dinner as possible, right? Further away from bedtime as, as best you can. But also make sure it is it, there is some fat or fiber or protein in there to help with the blood sugar effect. Makes sense to me. Is that a wrap? That's a wrap. That's a if you guys wrap, have any other questions on that, send them in. If you have any questions on any of our podcasts, send them in. We'd be happy. We are always looking for more ideas. I say we reverse psychology this. Okay. Do not send it in. We don't want to hear from you. Because rarely do you guys actually reach out and ask questions. So we don't want to hear from you. And Emily and I aren't nice people. And we don't love what we do. Maybe that'll work. Maybe. Yeah, that's a full reject. We love what we do. Best day ever. Reach out to us at any time. Proclivity.co is our website. Joel at Proclivity.co. Emily at Proclivity.co. Head to our Instagram, proclivity.co. And I want you to do me a favor. Wait five seconds after this episode is over. <laughs> That's it. Episode 114 in the books. We're coming in hot with 115. Do we know what we're talking about? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> it's going to be guess. hot, though. It's going to be hot. Thank you so much for joining us today, you guys. And... As always, best day ever. Best day freaking ever. Emily. Joel. If there's one thing you would never have to do ever again in your lifetime, what would that be? There's something like is dishes, is it driving, is it laundry is it mm -hmm. but there's one thing you would never you never have to clean the toilet ever again it would just always stay clean or dishes would always be done can i just say cleaning the house in general oh you want to take, do the full sweep <laughs> okay uh dishes did come or sorry uh laundry did come to mind first thing um the other thing was man that's a good question i want to think more on that but the first thing that do. came to mind was laundry <laughs> Of course you want to think more on it <laughs> i'm sure Is there's that... stuff like yeah driving great I'm, that'd be awesome never have to drive again yeah they're saving so much time or something to do with technology you know oh for you for sure <laughs> for me My for patience sure with technology is yeah if emily yeah. never had that would be mine that would be mine <laughs> mine would be that emily would <laughs> never have to get do a deal with technology and get caught up in technology ever again because that would save me time. It'd be great. True. Yeah. Yours is laundry. Mine is, Emily, all you have to do is upload the newest version of Zoom. Why do you not have the most updated version of Zoom? Oh, Lordy Lord. You guys, we want to hear from you in a review, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Spotify is cool because you get to see us. Or YouTube as well. 
leave a review. We want to hear from you. What is it that you would never want to do again? Would never have to do again. Maybe it's maybe it's laundry, or maybe it's technology. And then if you want to give us a review, we would love it so much. All you got to do is take a screenshot of it, send it to us on our Instagram or email, and we're going to send you a free box of Element. Deal? Deal. All right. See you later, guys. Bye.